Hallelujah. What a wonderful day. Sunday, April 19, 2020. Oh, God is faithful. God is faithful. God is faithful. I'm so excited to see a new day like this. To see a wonderful Sunday's money. It's been wonderful. It's been glorious. God has been extremely faithful towards you, towards me, towards your family. I'm so excited this morning. Waking up with so much of energy, with so much of strength. I don't know about you. I woke up with so much of strength, so much of energy, so much of positive mindset. Hallelujah. I wake up again to, to my podcast. And I believe that my, my message, the message I, I brought to you on Friday on the glory of God, I believe you were blessed with it. But this morning, I want you to enjoy another moment with, with the Lord as you keep your Bible close to you and as you listen and listen and listen and send it to your friends, send it to your neighbor. I believe that God will bless you and you will not remain the same. Uh, this is another time in our podcast. Uh, we come to the, with, with, with the word of life for you. I don't know I don't know how many of you are excited this morning, but I believe that as you listen to this message, God will touch you like never before. Hallelujah. I still remain your host, uh, Reverend Muyua Adjo. God bless you as you listen to this wonderful message. Thank you, Father. Can we just pray together, Father? We thank you. We bless your name. We are so excited because this is the day that God has made and we are glad and we rejoice in it. Thank you because I know your people are, are, are going to be blessed. You are going to touch their life and their life will never remain the same. Praise God. Thank you, Father, because it is done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This morning, uh, 19th of April 2020, I'll be sharing with you what I try to maintain a positive attitude. Maintain a positive attitude. As you all know, that attitude sets you apart from the multitude and put you on a different attitude in life. It sets you apart. It makes you different. In our test this morning, uh, we, we have in Genesis 26, 19 to 22, remember the story of Isaac who went to the land of Gerah. He, 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 he went to that land and, and he was envied in that land. Why? Because he had positive attitude to go, to go about things. The Lord told him, he said, do not leave this land. Stay in this land because I have a portion for you in this land. And the well that was dug by his father, Abraham, that was closed, that was, that, that was covered, he began to dig those wells again. He dug the first one. They strove with him. He dug the second one. They called it Sitna. The second one, they called it Essek. And they began to strike with him with the land, with the, with the land, the, 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 the well he was digging. The Bible says, in verse 28, oh, what an exciting word. The Bible says, he moved away. He, he, he went away from the places where he has failed. He went away from those places and said to himself, I, I will dig again. He, he, of course, he didn't say that I'm going to throw away the tower, I'm going to leave everything because I have failed the first one, I have failed the second time, so let me just abandon him, just leave it like what most of us used to do. We will just say to ourselves, well, I, I don't think I can bring anything positive out of this. Let, let me just forget about it. Everything is not working. Since it's not working, let me just forget about it. Let me just throw in the towel. But he said no. He Bible said he just moved away. He just went away and dug another. What an attitude. He dug another 
and water came forth and no one strived with him and they called the place Dweobot because God has made a room for me. I pray for somebody right now, as long as you refuse to give up on yourself, you seem to give up on that your son, you seem to give up on that your daughter. He said, Pastor, you don't understand me. You don't understand what's happening to me. My son is giving me challenges. My daughter is giving me so much challenges. So much challenges at all. My husband is giving me a lot of trouble. My wife is giving me a lot of trouble. I can't cope with her again. I can't cope with me again. I am about to divorce. I'm about to stop this. I'm going to separate myself from her. I am tired. As long as you maintain a positive attitude, I can assure you that God will still make a room for you. I don't know who I'm talking to all over the world. I know people are hearing me from Nigeria, America, Canada, Europe, and in Africa, Kenya, Ghana, in Namibia, in Zimbabwe, you are listening to me. Please don't give up on yourself. There's still a room that God is about to make for you. Hallelujah. I don't know how many of you are excited about this. I'm so excited because you don't have to kill yourself. You don't have to destroy what God has packaged for you. He has a great package for you. Don't destroy yourself and don't kill that package before, before, before they land. Hallelujah. And also, you could, you could look in the book of Daniel chapter 3. You saw, you saw the, the, the three Hebrews, children mentioned and Abednego, that they refused to bow down to the image they began to set up. They had the right attitude. They had a positive attitude. They know where they are coming from. Listen, let me tell you, if you don't know where you are coming from, where you are coming from, you may possibly not know where you are going to. They know where they are coming from. They know the God they serve. In Daniel 11, 32 b Bible says, Daniel said, they that know their God, they shall be strong and do exploit. And I, I want to add this to it. They that do not know their God, they shall be weak and be exploited. One of the things that make you strong is to have positive attitude. Particularly with all what is happening over the world right now, uh, a, a lot of things will suggest to you. A lot of things the devil will pop into your mind. Don't listen to the to the lies of the devil. The Bible says, before the foundation of this earth, the devil has been a liar, and he's still the father of all liars. And let me tell you the truth: there can never be truth out of his mouth. Why? Because he's a liar. Don't believe the lies of the devil. He has no good thing to say. He has no truth in his mouth. So be positive. They were positive even when they increased the fire. They were positive. They believe in God that God would deliver them. In fact, they told the king, they said, even if God, even if God will not deliver us from this fire, from this your fire, this fire we are looking at, we will go inside and we don't mind to die for what we believe. This to me, you must learn how to die for what you believe. You must learn how to die for what you believe because that will pump a negative, a positive attitude and strengthen you and make you bold and make you solid. They say, we're going to die for what we believe. And the man look at it and say, what kind of audacity is this? What kind of people are, are these? And they said, increase it seven times. And they increase seven times. He said, no, the Veneza, we are not careful of this. We are not even bothered about this. If you like, increase it 51 million times. It doesn't to change anything. It's going to change our belief. And they throw them inside it. Just the flame of the fire killed the people that threw them inside the fire. And before they know it, the one they believed was already waiting for them. Listen to me, you can't die that way. You cannot be defeated. I pray for somebody right now. You cannot, you can never be defeated if you strongly believe in what you what you stand for. 
If you only stand for what you believe, I can assure you that nothing will happen to you, nothing will destroy you. Now you're saying to yourself that with this lockdown, uh, maybe maybe they have been threatening you about your job and they have been telling you that you, you, you can't work in our company again and we don't need your service again. Listen to me, God is ruling in the affairs of men. He still knows what to do. He still knows what to do. So don't, don't, don't be frightened. Don't be afraid. Have the right attitude. Attitude is everything. According to John Maxwell, attitude is an opinion or general feeling about everything. The attitude with which you respond to anything in life will determine its outcome. There are things that lies within your control in life. I have understood this over the years, that there are things that lies within my control and many others that lies outside my control. So there are things that lies within your control and there are things that lies outside your control. Because why? Because life is full of events. Events of life are beyond your control. But your responses to the event are within your control. Things that happen around the coronavirus is, 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 is life beyond our control. But the way we respond to what is happening over the, pan, the pandemonium right now is within your control. It's within your control. Not to contact coronavirus, not to get infected, not to die with coronavirus is within your control. What happens? What is your response to the event of life? If you write an exam and you fail the exam, the truth of matter is that it's beyond your control. So certain things are beyond our control. But the question is that the question and the answer is that what we do exactly, how we respond to those situations is within our control. It's within our control. So don't let the devil lie to you. Don't let them lie to you. The Phoenician woman who came to Jesus and said to Jesus, my daughter is, is greatly first with the devil. And please help my daughter. And he said, I don't give, in Matthew 15, verse 21 to 28, you can read it. He said, I don't give what belongs to, 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 to I don't give to dogs what belongs to the children. And he also told the woman, I said, I, I don't, I am not called to the lordship of Israel and the true matter is that as long as I'm concerned I am not called to you woman the woman will cry he said Jesus thou son of David have mercy on me Jesus never answered her but this woman maintained positive attitude immediately Jesus said I am not called I am called to the lordship of Israel he said to her he said to her and the woman bowed down and began to worship Jesus so she, the, the, the response is within her control. What Jesus was saying is beyond her control, but the response is within her control. Is within her control. I, I just want us to look at it again in verse 27 of Matthew 15. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet dogs eat of the crumbs which falls from their master table. What an attitude. What an attitude. She said, Yes, Lord. You say, Yes, Lord. Evil dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the table. And Jesus looked at yes, Jesus looked at this woman and said to her, Yeah. Then Jesus said to her, Woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. And her daughter was healed at that moment. What healed her daughter? Of course, the daughter does not have faith for herself. What healed her daughter is the positive attitude of her mother towards what she believes. Towards our faith, 
even when Jesus did not respond to her, even when Jesus did not answer her when she called, when she called Jesus thou son of David, he was calling the messianic name of Jesus. Jesus did not respond to her because he doesn't have the right. She doesn't have the right. She's a Canaanite. She has no right to call the messianic name of Jesus. But Jesus did not answered her. But still, her attitude did not change. Even if you don't answer me as, 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 as my Messiah, but you should answer me as my creator of the, of, of the creator. I am part of your creator. So you are my creator. Answer me on that basis. And Jesus answered the woman on the basis of a creator to creature. The woman said, I, I may not be qualified to call you by your messianic name, but I am qualified to call you my God. They that know their God, they shall be strong and do exploit. I don't know how many of you are excited about this. I am so excited about it. Jesus cannot deny you. If you understand the potency of his name, the Bible says that the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. You cannot be denied. You cannot be denied. And the name of Jesus, you cannot be denied. You cannot be denied. So I am so excited about this. So your response, the response of the woman is within her control. So your response will determine the outcome. Your response determines the outcome. According to Stephen Covey, call this scenario the cycle of influence and cycle of concern. Let me tell you, cycle of influence being the things you have control over. Why your cycle of concern are things you cannot control? For example, let me give an example. Rain is an event you cannot control. You can either stay at home complaining about the rain and staff or put on your raincoat and boot and go about your business <laughs> as usual gratefully enjoying God's blessings of rain of course you don't have the control over sun you don't have control over rain but you have the control over over, over your, the response is within your control if you said oh it's ready and you will not go about your business the rain will not stop the rain does not know whether you have a business or not as long as you wake up in the morning, take your raincoat, take your umbrella and set out and move on the business of the day. So there are many things that is within our control and we throw in the toe We say to ourselves, no, I'm a failure. No, I can't make it in life. No, I cannot succeed in life. You tell yourself all kinds of jokes and the devil says, yes, yes, you cannot make it. Yes, you cannot succeed. Yes, yes, yes. You can't get that job. Yes, you can't get married. Yes, yes, yes. And you believe the lies of the devil. I command it today in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, devil, proceed no further. Over the life of people I'm speaking to right now, proceed no further in the name of Jesus. From today, you will not believe the lies of the devil. You stand firm on your positive attitude in the name of Jesus. Your perspective determines your attitude. Your perspective determines your attitude. That is how you perceive an event dictates your response or reaction to it. Or your reaction to it. Like in Psalm, in Psalm 30 verse 11. Psalm 30 verse, verse 5. Verse 11. Psalm 30 verse 11. Let's look at the scripture together. Psalm 30. Very interesting scripture. 30 verse 11. Hallelujah. 
the Bible says in verse 11, it said, if you look at it in Amplified Version, you have torn my money into dancing for me. You have put off my sackcloth and guided me with gladness. If you look at it in NIV, it said, you turn my wailing into dancing. There's somebody right now, you're about to dance. You remove my sackcloth and clothe me with joy. Joy will not be far from you. If you look at it in English Standard Version, it said, you have turned from me my money into dancing. You have loosed my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness. Hallelujah. I'm so excited with this scripture. It said, you have turned it into dancing you have turned it into if you also look at isaiah 51 isaiah 51 isaiah 51 verse 11 isaiah 51 verse 11 oh i'm excited this morning isaiah 51 verse 11 let's look at it together the bible says if you look at it in affirmation it said the lord god said and the redeemed of the lord shall return and come with singing to Zion. The other verses said, the Psalm 30, it said, you are coming for dancing, you are coming with joy. And this time I used to say, no matter what happened, the, the love of God, the redeem of the Lord, shall come with singing to Zion. Everlasting joy shall be upon your head. I thought somebody would say a big amen to that. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Sorrow shall flee from you. Evil shall flee from you. Sign shall flee from you. What will make you sound, sign in a very terrible way shall be flee from you. Sorrow will flee from you. But joy will come near you. Singing, dancing will be your portion in the name of Jesus. I'm excited. I'm excited. We can also look at Isaiah 60, verse 20. Look at chapter 60, verse 20. Isaiah 60, 20. Let's look at that scripture together. Isaiah 60, 20, verse 20. Okay. In English version, in ESV, it says, Your son shall no more go down. I thought somebody would say a good amen to that. Your son shall no more go down, nor your moon withdraw himself, for the Lord will be your everlasting light. Hallelujah. And your days of money shall be ended. Your days of money, your day of sorrow shall be ended. Your days of sorrow, your days of money shall be ended. If you look at it in chapter 61, chapter 61 verse 3, my day of money, my day of sorrow shall be ended. If you look at chapter 61 verse 3, also in the ESV, it says to grant to those who mourn in Zion, to give them a beautiful Address instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of money, <laughs> the garment of praise instead of his faint spirit, that they may be called holes of righteousness, the planting of the Lord that be made that, that he may glorify. If you look at it in NIV, it said, and provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of money. And a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. If you look at it, amplified version, to grant consolation and joy to those who mourn in Zion, to give them an ornament, a gallant or diadem 
of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of money, the garment expressive of praise instead of a heavy burden and failing spirit, that they may be called oaks of righteousness, lofty, strong, and magnificent, distinguished for uprightness, justice, and right standing with God, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. What a word, what a word. There are two words in English language that have the same pronunciation but different meaning. Number one is morning, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G, and morning, the one you say good morning, M-O-R-N-I-N-G. The first one, morning, is sorrow, talks about sorrow, talks about pain, talks about rejection, but the other one, money. Anytime you see good money, anytime you see good, anytime somebody is telling you good money, is telling you good joy, good happiness, good opportunity, good celebration, good opportunity, good new things, new dawn. Why? Because it's new money. One is negative and one is positive. One is negative and one is positive. Only one, one negative, the, the, uh, 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 the, the, the one that is positive and the one that is negative are pronounced the same way. And the difference between the two of them is a letter. It's just one letter. Only one letter makes all the difference between them. And the letter is you. <laughs> Check money and money. You'll find out that the same pronunciation but the difference is you. The letter that is that separated the two of them is you. It implies that you determine your attitude to any and every situation you find yourself in life. Your attitude is a choice. Your attitude is an, is, is an emotion. Therefore, the mastering of your emotion in any situation will put you in emotion to a colorful destination. Let me say it again. Your attitude is an emotion. Therefore, the mastering of your emotion in any situation will put you in a motion to a colorful destiny. I pray for somebody listening to me all over the world. You are entering into a colorful destiny in the name of Jesus. So this morning, as I about to close, what are what are what are these positive attitudes? Number one, be grateful and be cheerful. Everything in your life cannot go down at the same time. Young lady, everything cannot go down at the same time. You can't lose marriage and lose your children at the same time. You can't lose everything at the same time. The devil lied to you that you have lost you have lost one thing. Most of the time, we lose one thing and the devil makes you look as if you have lost everything. No, you can't lose everything at the same time. You can't lose your job and lose your husband at the same time. <laughs> you can't lose everything at the same time. You may lose some things in the morning, but you may get it back in the afternoon and rejoice at night. The Bible says, and, and joy comments in the morning. He said, said sorrow may, may last all through the night, but joy will come in the morning. You may lose some things at night, but you cannot lose your joy in the morning. So sometimes don't also don't always listen to the lies of devil that you have lost everything. You can't lose everything. Be grateful. Be grateful and be cheerful. For in the midst of crisis, so you can't lose everything. So there are still some things to be grateful for in the midst of every crisis of life. There are six things you should be grateful for. Check around you. There are many things you should be grateful for. Number one, be grateful that you are still alive. Number two, be grateful that you have God. But I think you be grateful that you still have your husband. Be grateful that you still have your wife. 
the grateful that you still have your daughter, you still have your son, be grateful that you are still living, be grateful that you have appetite, be grateful that coronavirus is not coming near you and your family, be grateful that your legs are working, be grateful that your tongues are moving. Be grateful that your eyes, you can see with things, you are not blind. Be grateful that your hands are working. Be grateful that you can go up and down and nothing, no evil has befalled you. Be grateful that rain is still falling by your head. Sun is still shining by your head. Be grateful that everything is still working around you. You can't lose everything. Just be grateful. Have a cheerful mentality. Have a grateful mentality. Don't be in the complaint of people that come. Don't, don't, don't be in the complaint of those who complain every time. Complain about light complain about darkness <laughs> they complain about everything they complain about positive they complain about negative they never see good they never see good they never see good enemies anything in life don't be in that company in fact if you find yourself in such a company please separate yourself from them they are not good they are not good influence on you they will affect your joy they will affect your, your your happiness so some people some people case are worse than yours so people have a worse case than yours with no hope inside. So don't be panicking. Be grateful. If gratitude is your attitude, it will separate you from the multitude and set you on a higher altitude. I thought somebody will rejoice over that. If you can have the right gratitude, uh, if gratitude is your attitude, if you have the if you have an attitude of gratitude, it will separate you from the multitude. And take it to a higher altitude. You can't compare multitude and altitude. Altitude is higher than multitude. Hallelujah. Number two, don't act in a hurry. Don't act in a hurry because there's time for everything in life. There's time for everything in life. Don't act in a hurry. Any decision or action taken in a hurry in crisis time usually leads to error or disaster because it is taken when in a hurry. In a moment of emotional instability, because anything you take, anything you do, any any decision you make, any decision you make in a time when things are not working around you, is in a moment of emotional instability. So be careful. Nothing is comparable to calmness in the midst of crisis. Jesus was in the boat, but he was calm. Even when the storm was raging, he was calm because you understand that storm is part of life. He was so calm. He was no move. He was lying there and sleeping. And the disciples were shaking. They, were, they, 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 they lost their calmness. And at the end of the day, Jesus woke up when they had to wake him up. And he looked at the storm and the storm became calm. And he asked them, where is your faith? So be positive even when you are facing the storm of life. Every new tragedy requires a new strategy. Every new tragedy require a new strategy for for survivor and ultimate victory for survivor and ultimate victory so the, a, a minute pause may save a lifetime error just a minute pause as you just pause a minute it can save a lifetime error so don't take a decision when you are when you are under pressure don't take decisions when you are under pressure don't hurt in a hurry. In the book of chapter 18, chapter 18, verse 3. Let me just show you something there. Exodus chapter 18. chapter 18, verse 3. I love the word of God. Sorry. 
chapter, chapter 8, verse 3. Chapter 8, verse 3. The Bible says in verse 3, in Amplified Bible, it says, Be not panic stricken and hasty to get out of it persons. Persist not in an evil thing, for it doeth whatever it pleases in. And if you read it in NIV, it says, Since in, 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 in NIV, it says, Do not be in a hurry to leave the king's presence. Don't always be in a hurry to leave God's presence. For the fact that things are not working around you, don't be in a hurry to leave the presence of God. Number four, number four, apply the law of the three P's patience, persevere, and persistence. Patience means no matter how long it takes, I will wait. Perseverance means no matter the hardship, I will hang on and stay on. Persistence means no matter the number of refusers, I will go back again. Like what happened to Isaac, I will go back again. Refuser is not a denier. It is an opportunity for a retrier. No, it's simply an acronym for new opportunity. Number four, expect the best. Any man who ever come out of crisis will tell you that he kept his expectation high and positive. Mordecai kept his expectation high and he was positive. Mandela kept his expectation high he was positive. David, you can see a lot of people in the Bible, even when David was at the passage of desert, he kept his expectation high. Even when Mandela was in the prison, he kept his expectation high. That one day I will rule over South Africa. He kept his expectation high. If anyone had told David that he would become a king in Israel, he would doubt it. But his expectation was so high that one day I will become great. Even though he was given back by a harlot, but his expectation was high. That was why when he faced Goliath, he said, I killed lion, I killed the bear. You uncircumcised Philistine, I'm going to drop your head down today. He was so excited to kill. Why? Because he could see a reward. <laughs> the reward said he will take that from the kingdom of the king and he will marry the daughter of the king. Ah, what, a, what an expectation. Expectation is the mother of manifestation. Just have the right expectation. Expectation is an attitude. It may be positive or negative, depending on your choice. Number five, verbal affirmative. Verbal affirmative. The three Hebrews, they had a verbal affirmative. They believed that no matter what you do, we are not going to bow down. Inherit in your words. Inherit in your words is the power for performance. Cultivate the attitude of verbal affirmation. Use your word to shape your word the way you want it. Don't ever say that there's nothing in your hand. Don't say you are broke. Don't say you don't have money. Don't say you don't have life. Don't say you want you are depressed. Be careful what you say about yourself. Don't kill yourself before. Before, 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 before anything happens to you. Don't destroy yourself, young lady, young man. Don't destroy yourself. Use your word where. It doesn't matter what's happening in my home. My wife will tell you there's food in the house. My wife never said, there has never been any day my wife will tell me there's no rice again, there's no beans again. Even when you can't see a trace of a grain of rice or beans, she will tell you we have enough beans in the house. We have enough money in the account. What an attitude. And because of that, we find that every time we always have food in the house. And we always have enough to give. Because it takes the right attitude to have and want to give other people. Hallelujah. Number six. And that's where I'm going to stop for today. 
Number six, he said, make a move. Make a move. The place of solution is the place of action. And the place of action stems from the point of decision. As powerful as words are, there there is one requirement that will make words work, and it is your action. Work makes work ash work. Let me put it again. Work, W-O-R-K, makes words, W-O-R-D-S, work. So stop money over that situation. Stop complaining over that situation. There is a better alternative. And what's that better alternative? Action. Take action. Always take action. Don't always tell yourself, ah, it can't work. Make a move. Make a move. Even while there's lockdown all over the world, still make a move. Write that application. That company will still accept you. Make a move. Even when there's lockdown, there's no lockdown in heaven. So, make a move. Start making a move. God, I've been speaking to you concerning an online business. Make a move right now. God, I've been speaking to you to start that business long ago. Make a move right now. God, I've been telling you to say sorry to your husband. Make a move right now. God, I've been telling you to say sorry to your wife. Make a move right now. God, I've been speaking to you that just, 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 just do that thing. Buy that land. Buy that property. You say you don't understand. This is this is a lockdown period. I'm telling you, wealth is transferred right now. There's a transfer of wealth right now all over the world. Make a move right now. The woman did not say because I'm a, I'm a Canaanite. She took to make the move that 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 I'm going to. I know I'm going to I'm going to get healing for my daughter by faith. Those men that their friend were paralyzed and there was no room to pass through. They had to break through the roof to meet with Jesus. Jesus saw their move. He saw their move and he was moved with compassion. And he said, your faith has healed him right now. The woman who had 12 years issue of blood, of her blood, she, she made a move. He said, if I may but touch the hem of his garment. I'm not, I'm not interested to go to church for the pastor to lay hands on me. I'm not interested for, 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 for me to be, to, for, for anybody to, to pray for me, to, to, to bait me at, on top of a mountain. No, if I may but touch the hem of, the hem of his garment, I know I'll be made whole. Make a move. Blank Bartimaeus made a move. He made a move. Mordecai told Esther, listen to me, I see a star around you. We are going to make a move to the palace. And they made a move to the palace. He made a move. So just make a move. Don't stop and don't kill yourself. Don't die there. The, the, the four lepers, when the word of God dropped upon them, because sometimes, when, anytime the word of God is released from a man of a man of God, the word is looking for a landing place. And as the word landed upon four lepers, they say, if you, if you stay here, we'll die. If you go, if you go, we'll die. So it's better to go than to stay. It's better to go than to sit down. Listen to me. Take a move. I, as a pastor, I am making a lot of move right now to make sure that things, by the time you are coming out of this lockdown, I can assure you, a lot of things are already open for you. Why other people are complaining, you are excited. You are excited. Why other people are complaining, you are happy. Why those people are putting their hands on your head, on their head, you are rejoicing. Why? Because you made a move. You made a move. So make a move right now. And begin to apply all what I've shared with you. I believe strongly 
that somebody is already having that positive attitude, positive attitude, right attitude. I want you to stay in positive attitude. Stay in positive And the only way to stay in God's in positive attitude is to stay in the Word of God. The Word of God is what that pop positive attitude in you. Not what man said to you. The Bible says, my word has spirit and their life. The only way to be positive is to stay in God's presence. Is to stay in the word of God. Stay in God's word. Meditate God's word. The Bible says, he either meditate on my word, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. It shall be like a tree. You can't be planted by the rivers of water and things will not be happening around you. He said, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of God. Who does not sit in the seat of God's comfort. But his, his delight is in the word of God. Psalm 1, verse 1 and 3. His delight is in the word of God. The Bible says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was God, and there was nothing that was made that was made without the word of God. The word was framed by this word. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. You can't be positive outside the word of God. Stay in God's word. That is where your life lies. That is where your destiny lies. Stay in the word of God. And the word of God will make you rule in the midst of your world. Hallelujah. I'm excited to, to bless you with the word of God this morning. But before I go, I want you, I want us together to, to take this confession and take this word of God together. Bible says, can we say together one after the other one to take go? God has given me riches and wealth and has given me power to eat thereof, to take my portion in the land and to rejoice in my neighbor. This is my gift from God. Every place that the sole of my feet shall tread upon, the Lord has given unto me as a promise. Somebody say amen. I am made clean by the word of God. I am positive in the word of God. I am sanctified by his word. I have been made whole and set free by the power of his blood and the word. The Lord has set me free from every accusation and condemnation and all attacks of the wicked one. I am God's authorized agent on earth. Therefore, there there, where my word is, there is power. Death and life are in the power of my tongue. I use it wisely. God makes all grace abound towards me, that I, having sufficiency of all things, abound unto all good works. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I am abound unto all good works. See after me, I am full and I am blessed with the full measure of God's grace in the name of Jesus. I believe you have been blessed this morning and I believe that God has taught you and I believe that you begin to have positive attitude so that you can have a positive opportunity. Nothing, nothing can harm you. You determine whatever response. You determine whatever that happens to you. Between your money and money is you. Between your sorrow and joy is you. Between your happiness and your grief is you. Between your misfortune and your and your favor is you. Between opportunity and your negativity is you. Everything depends on you. 
I am excited and blessed. I am still your host, Reverend Muiwa Hajo. Remain blessed. I will come your way again uh, very soon to give you this part two of the glory of God. Stay blessed and stay tuned. Please make sure you repost, make sure you share it, this message to as many people as possible. The Lord bless you. Happy Sunday. Amen.